praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So Friday night, um, I was going over to uh, see friends of mine, so I stopped at a liquor store here in town to get a bottle of wine. And there was a woman, um, she, was, well, she was working there, but I don't think she worked for the uh, liquor store. I think it was, she worked for probably like a, a liquor company because she was kind of standing by a little, uh, count, little separate counter and she had samples out of uh, tequila. So I think she worked for this tequila company. And uh, so I was wa walking past, going to get some wine, and she said, uh, would you like a margarita? So uh, I said, no, uh, no thanks, I'm, I'm not really a, a tequila guy. Uh, but she kind of she persisted, and I was like, nah, I don't think so. And she kind of kept persisting, so I bought a case after that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, I just said, um, I said, yeah, no, I'm just not, not really liking it. So I'm not a fan. Um, and then she kind of relented. She kind of gave up. But then she said, she said, uh, oh, well, when she went before I had, she gave up, she kind of said, come on, that's what, that's what this weekend is about. And, uh, you know, whatever. She was very pleasant. And then I got in the car and I was thinking about that. Like, that's what this weekend is about. I was thinking, no, it's not. <laughs> like, it's not. It's not really about tequila. Um, and I get, I get what she was saying. It's Memorial Day weekend, and it's three-day weekend, kind of the unofficial beginning of summer. Beach and barbecues and margaritas. Uh, you know, and they're, they're good things. I mean, I, 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 who doesn't like all of that stuff? Um, but those things at times can distract us from other things. Um, they can get in the way of stuff that shouldn't be gotten in the way of. Because there's just certain things I would suggest, I'm sure you agree, that like, we can't, you can't forget. Like there's things that like we just shouldn't forget in life. We can't forget to remember certain things. Um, I remember hearing about this story uh, and then reading about it. It was uh, interesting. It was uh, in the late 70s in Nicaragua. They opened up for the first time a school for the deaf. They had never had one in the country. Um, you know, third world country, I guess, right? Um, so they gathered about 50 kids who came to this new school. They never, these kids had never learned sign language. No one had ever taught them. I mean, they had some very basic kind of primitive things that they came up with to communicate minimally with their families, but nothing that was like universal. Um, so it was just, a, it was a huge success. Like, like these kids just soaked this up and like very quickly learned to communicate via sign language. And, you know, for the first time they had met other deaf like said, there was just something about that, being part of that community. Um, so it was a great thing. And then they noticed something unusual that was happening. Uh, after they had become pretty fluent in sign language, they're still in the school, and people, the teachers started asking them questions about, like, where they came from, their past. And they couldn't answer them. 
Like consistently, none of them were, it was like they had no, they seemed to have no memory, had no memory. <gasps> like they couldn't remember or respond to questions about the village they lived in or their, their family members or, and they were like, you know, 12, 12 years old. Like, how do you not know, how do you, can't you, certain things that you, you, everybody would remember. And they seemed to sincerely be unable to remember stuff. So, you know, the experts were like, what's going on here? What is this? Um, it was like they couldn't remember life before learning this new language. They didn't have memory. This is still, I've, as I'm, this is the fourth time I've, I've given this homily, and I'm, I'm still having struggle, struggling to kind of grasp that. Um, but this is what the experts concluded. When we don't communicate, we don't remember. Like, we only remember things that have been expressed to us or that we've expressed. But if there's never been a, an expression, if there's never been communication, our brains don't process it. Like, nothing is stored like in the, in the memory bank. So our ability to remember depends on our ability to speak, or at least communicate, even if you're speaking via sign language. No language, no memory. That's what the experts concluded. Think about it, though. Like it kind of, if, you, if, you, if you, you play it out a bit, it kind of does make sense. Remember when you were a little kid and you were studying for a test, or maybe it was your brother or your sister was, and they were up in their room and they were like pacing around and they were speaking out loud, they were memorizing things, and if like, if they said it out loud, they say you sound like you look, you sound kind of crazy because you're, you're sort of like talking to yourself, but when you're speaking something, like I need to remember these times tables, if I speak them out loud, I feel like I'm gonna kind of remember it more. That's the point. Because like, we're like, even, when you, even if you're speaking to yourself, you remember better. They say that um, our first memories are from right around when we started to speak. Like, nobody has a memory of when they were three months old. And if you say you do, you got a big imagination, like you just, you don't. And what they really say is, no, it's right around when we start speaking. And even if it's not when we quite, we're speaking, we're starting for the first time to hear and understand things, words and, and meanings. And, that, and then maybe at that point, you start to remember stuff. So here's the point, and maybe here's the concern. If we don't talk about things, we're never gonna remember them. I guess that's kind of obvious. If we don't talk about, communicate certain things, they won't, they won't last with us. We become like those kids in Nicaragua. We don't really have a grasp on yesterday because nobody talked in yesterday. There's a pretty cool picture, photograph, I remember seeing of uh, 
Dwight Eisenhower. Um, he was, it was, uh, it was before he was president, but he was running for president. He was on the campaign trail. It was 1952. And he was speaking to a group of uh, veterans, World War II vets. In fact, a lot of them were D-Day vets. And they say that, uh, they say that um, he started just to talk about the sacrifice that so many made. And they say that Eisenhower was known for his cool and his calm, like he was unflappable. That's why he was a great general. Like he was just very, very steady. And they say in the middle of this talk, like he came undone emotionally. He said he started to think about what he remembered years before. And the photograph is of him weeping, like his, hand, his hands are in a, nap, a handkerchief, like completely like this, covering his face. Um, well, how could he, is that, there it is. How, look at that. How could he not, how could he possibly forget his experience of the horror of war? And of course he wouldn't. And we're really not that surprised by that. But D-Day was, uh, how many years ago? 76 or seven years ago? Like pretty soon, there'll be nobody left who remembers D-Day. And if we don't talk about D-Day, and I don't mean just D-Day, I mean all who sacrificed for us. If we don't talk about that sacrifice, we're going to forget it. Like the Nicaraguan thing happens. If you never hear about something, it's just not a part of who you are. We're not aware of it. We don't think about it. And then kind of probably don't care about it. And it's not a good thing. And I'm thinking, like, do you remember... Remember the first 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan? You know, what Spielberg did in that movie, especially that beginning, the guys are in the boat getting ready to be launched into the water and then storm the beaches of Normandy. Tom Hanks, they're like, it was horrifying. Like Spielberg painted a picture of a perspective that none of us had ever seen, unless you'd been in combat. But those of us who haven't, we were like, jaws dropped. We couldn't believe how horrifying it was because it was all coming from the perspective like you were the guy, like what we were watching was what, you know, these soldiers were seeing. Well, that keeps, that keeps memory alive. It doesn't have to always be a conversation, but it's got to be something that we hear. It's got to be something we see. It's got to be something we say. I think like you know, we had a guy on my block growing up, an old, old guy, although he probably wasn't that old now that I think about it, but I thought he was an old man back then. We knew he was a World War, he was a D-Day vet. We knew that. But I never thought much about it. You know when I thought about him? Long after he died, when I saw that scene in that movie, and I thought of that old guy, and I was like, man, like he, when he was 20, he witnessed what I'm watching right now. And man, my respect for him, I hadn't thought about him in forever. But like then I had like, I had like this Memorial Day moment and it wasn't on the, this weekend, it was when I happened to watch the movie. But if we stop conversations about important things, we forget the important things. 
So this is the weekend when we're asked to remember and certainly remember those who sacrificed so that we could be as free as we are. Of course. And maybe, maybe that flat out like warrants like a conversation that we should all have at home somehow tonight with our kids or our grandkids. Like, yeah, like talk about your, your father's service or what you heard about your grandfather's service to your kids. And they, like, they need, it's important that they know this or they become Nicaragua. They're like, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know anything about World War II or whatever about sacrifice. But you know what? You can even take it away. I'm saying, it's like, think about what's something maybe we've forgotten. And it can be about Memorial Day stuff. It could be about anything that shouldn't be forgotten, but sort of has. Something that, like, was important to your family 30 years ago. And like now it's not. Something that we used to do or talk about 30 years ago, and now we kind of don't. Like why? Why do we stop certain things that shouldn't be stopped? Because they were good. But I don't know what gets in, what gets in the way. The culture, the busyness of our lives, maybe our priorities getting a little thrown off. You know, like, I'll see it in like almost like a heartbreaking way. Every, I guess, September when school comes back and religious ed kicks in and you'll have first graders for the first time and we'll start to say a prayer, we'll start to say the Hail Mary, and they don't know it. How could you be six and not know the Hail Mary? Well, real easy. If nobody ever spoke the Hail Mary to you, how are you going to know the Hail Mary? You think the Blessed Mother's going to come down and just put it into the kid's mouth? Like, if it's not a part of that little kid's experience, of course they're not going to know the prayer. How could a parent have a six-year-old and they not know how to pray? Well, we, we just did, we never did. We never, we didn't, we didn't go up and when we put them to bed every night, say prayers. Like, like before they even knew what was going on, we were saying these prayers. So like, in, in fact, like they don't ever remember not saying prayers because it was just, it was before they could almost remember it. Talk about neglect. And a first grader doesn't know their the Our Father. How do you forget, like, how, do we, how did we forget to t do that? I mean, didn't your parents teach you the, the Hail Mary? Didn't they make the time, take the time? I remember mentioning here, uh, I don't know, two or three years ago, a guy here in the parish telling me about um, growing up in the Rockaways and how at noon, I guess it was at noon, in the summer on the beach, the bells would go off. I don't know if it was St. Camilla's or whatever parish it was. And, you know, people would kind of stop. There was an acknowledgement, like, of, of God. Some people would say the prayers. Some people didn't say the prayers, but they just kind of stopped. Maybe the, the conversa conversation stopped. And for a period of time, it was like, time out. 
What a great thing. How did we stop doing that? Like, why did we stop doing something like that? To the point where a kid today would be like, I have, I have no memory of that at all. You're right, because you never heard it. It's Nicaragua. So it's like this, the important things that we should never forget that we maybe have forgotten. Expectations. It's like you grew up in a family where like, your parents had expectations. There were standards. Certain things would just be not okay. And you'd be, be, we'd be really disappointed if, if, if we found out this was going on. And for some reason, I don't, I don't express those standards to my kids today. So my kids' values are kind of different than mine were. Hey, I'm not saying everything. I'm not saying 1955 and the Rockaways was perfect. Hey, there were issues back then. It wasn't all great. Rockaways people were like, yes, it was. It was great. <laughs> no. But like, you know, the 19, 1955 wasn't perfect either. But why, why would we ever stop something like that? What's something maybe as a family that we kind of just stopped? It got lost in the shuffle along the way. And we, ex we use ex busyness as an excuse. I mean, what the whole Eucharist is about is memory. Do this in memory of me. It's a, it's a remembrance. So it's Memorial Day weekend, and it's just got to be about more than a margarita. So don't forget to remember. Remember.